0: Welcome to this Thursday episode of Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. We heard this morning from Dr. Angela Dunn. We heard from the governor. We heard from Dr. Eddie Stedium from the Intermountain Healthcare. We heard from Rich Saunders, who right now is serving as the interim executive director of the Utah Department of Health. And the message delivered by those four individuals was a bleak and unfortunate one. We got some new numbers today and unfortunately set some new records. The current case count or today's case count, 1,543. That's a new daily record. In New York City today, it was 2,000. Compare those populations. What's that mean for us? Seven day rolling average for positive tests was up as well. Seven day rolling average for the positive cases, 1,288, and the percent positivity. And this is the one number you got to really keep your eyes on. It ultimately ends up steering much of the policy set by uh, leaders not only here in Utah but across the country. We are at 15.5%. That's a record. In this morning's press conference, and I'm going to walk through much of what was said today for you in just a moment. I heard uh, Dr. Dunn say something I had never before heard her say. I want you to hear it yourself.
1: We've seen in the past couple weeks that our healthcare system is at capacity, our healthcare providers are overwhelmed and exhausted, our public health system is stressed, and Utahns, we're tired, exhausted, and we're scared. And I get it, we get it, but the doctors, nurses, public health practitioners, the researchers developing a vaccine, we're all coming to work every single day to protect the lives and livelihoods of Utahns so that we can move towards a time when we don't have to worry about this anymore. And, you know, it just, I, I don't know what to, to do anymore.
0: I don't know what to do anymore. Dr. Dunn is our own Dr. Fauci, if you want to look at it that way. Now, that's not to say that she's thrown her hands in the air. It's not to say that the state's plans are, uh, are not appropriate for slowing this spread. Uh, I don't know the answer, but we do have guidance. One thing I want to point out before we move on, and I'm going to uh, let you hear most of what was said in the press conference today because, as I said, there are uh, some, some sobering things revealed. But if you heard in Dr. Dunn's message there, she said that uh, much of what is going on today uh, in terms of prevention is designed to, uh, to save and preserve the lives and livelihoods of Utahns. That's an important thing, and we have heard Dr. Dunn speak in these terms before, and for me, it's comforting because sometimes sometimes you find yourself taking sides and you find yourself uh, in the middle of this false comparison or this false choice that we have to make between uh, the health of our bodies and those of our families, our our physical health, and the health of our economy and our jobs. Well, uh, Dr. Dunn here uh, acknowledges and has been doing so for some time uh, that All of the precautions and the safeguards and the guidance that's in place right now is designed to preserve not only our lives, but also our livelihoods. Uh, Dr. Dunn went on to describe the current conditions in the state as we head into flu season. We as a
1: state, we have set the table. We're prioritizing and focusing on individuals taking responsibility to slow the spread of COVID-19. And we're heading into the colder months where people are going to be inside, having holiday get-togethers. It's now flu flu and cold season, where every year we stress our hospitals during this time. You know, I'm really not trying to scare anyone. I'm just trying to inform you of what's going on and give you the facts of where we are in this pandemic.
0: Dr. Dunn went on and talked about what people are doing to fight the virus and how we have to continue, at least for now.
1: We're working from home. We're wearing masks. We're staying away from each other, practicing physical distancing. We're getting tested for COVID if we have any symptoms, and we're doing this to save lives and livelihoods, and this isn't going to be forever. You know, I can't predict how how long we're going to have to be doing all this, but I do know that we will get through this, and we'll do it by coming together as a team and supporting our leaders, our healthcare providers, and each other.
0: You hear that again, reference to lives and livelihoods? I'm comforted by that. And it inspires me and motivates me all the more to practice the, the safeguards and the precautions that we've been taught from the beginning. Uh, something's going on here in Utah and we've got to stem this. Uh, we got to nip this in the bud and we can't, uh, we can't endure any further the road that we are on. That daily upticks and daily uh, we see uh, records being set in terms of these numbers. we got to do something about it. And that something, as you heard here described by Dr. Dunn, is designed to save our lives and our livelihoods. I mentioned there were other voices to speak today during the press conference, one of those uh, coming from Rich Saunders, the interim executive director of the Utah Department of Health. He talked a bit about uh, within this new transmission index announced just last week by the governor and Mr. Saunders himself, there have been some changes. There have been some Utah counties, a number of them, uh, which have moved from one category to another. Here he is explaining.
2: Sixteen counties have changed levels this week. 13 counties went from moderate to high, two went from low to high, one went from low to moderate.
0: Saunders continues,
2: We need your help. And I don't think we're asking a lot, um, generally at this point in in the pandemic.
0: We have on this program heard from and in other settings heard from Dr. Eddie Stenium. He's the infectious disease medical director at Intermountain Healthcare, Uh, and he often paints things uh, in the extreme. And I understand his position. You know, he is one who is battling quite literally on the front lines. He sees... Uh, the stresses that are endured by uh, healthcare professionals. There was that uh, public service announcement of sorts that was released uh, just yesterday, I believe, by Intermountain. In there, we hear from healthcare workers as they report to work each day and they see, uh, you know, not the relatively healthy folks that you and I may encounter. You know, if you or I uh, know someone with uh, the coronavirus and they're just recovering at home, maybe they're asymptomatic, uh, th- that's one experience. Well, it's the doctors, uh, people like Dr. Stenium, who see the other side of the coin. Here is Dr. Stenium describing. This morning, I led Intermountain Medical Center's COVID-19 rounds. Um, These are rounds where an infectious disease expert reviews all the patients at Intermountain Medical Center. This happens in all of our hospitals across the state um, and ensures that patients are on the most appropriate therapies for COVID-19. Uh, over the course of these two hours this morning, I spoke with the treating physicians uh, for dozens of COVID-19 patients at Intermountain Medical Center. Patients in our hospital range from 19 years old to 90 years old. Uh, approximately half of them were in the ICU. All of them are suffering. They're alone, and they don't have the comfort of their uh, their family or their friends nearby. Many won't make it, unfortunately. And some will make it and be left with chronic medical conditions. I'm going to leave it at that. The governor spoke. He talked about looking forward to a vaccine. He talked about uh, various hospitals preparing for potential overflow should these hospitalization rates continue to increase. Talked about much that we can do in the future, but also reiterated the point that much of what happens tomorrow depends on what you and I do today. Masks, hand washing. Social distancing, staying home if you're sick or symptomatic or have been in contact with someone who is positive. Quick break. When we return, we're going to shift gears, have a look at Washington and the vote that took place in a Senate Judiciary Committee just this morning to forward the recommendation of Judge Barrett onto the full Senate floor. That's next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.